Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the weekend edition of the Sports Pad Podcast. You forgot social, you idiot, and you also forgot me, Cobra! Well, to be fair, you know, it is early. Yeah, I ain't gonna be social about it. You know, especially because it's the holiday season. Oh, God, the music is starting. Yeah, right, Carrie. It, ah! uh, yeah, all she wants for Christmas She's on is dudes. Um, but anyway, uh, basically, yes, uh, this is the start of the holidays, and we definitely started everything out uh, this week. Uh, with the Thanksgiving games, I am your host, Ricky. As you heard, there is Cobra. There is Ben. Our guests today are Billy and Alex in this, the weekend edition of the Social Sports Pad Podcast. I made a jalapeno popper dip for y'all to enjoy. Cobra, yeah, check but they can't, they can't eat the words. They can't taste it. They can't enjoy it. Bruh, why are you going to do... I'm going to... Uh, seriously, uh, uh, fights about to break out. Why? Because it's the holidays. Holidays are definitely fights breaking out amongst family. Yeah, all for that Cabbage Patch Kid. Yep, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, uh, basically, uh, again, uh, uh, the games uh, on Thursday, we had uh, the you know the Packers beating the Lions. Who saw uh, that Making coming? them look like bums. We didn't uh, see that coming. Yeah, no. uh, the uh, Dallas Cowboys making the Commanders look like uh, what every NFL team pretty much has been doing to the Commanders uh, this year, making them look like bumps. And then uh, the 49ers uh, making the Seahawks look like the Seattle Seahawks. Um, and and Friday, then on Black Friday. And on Black yeah. Friday, a game that was definitely uh, – uh, not as exciting as a fight breaking out in your local mall. The Miami Dolphins beating the New York Jets. So uh, that's where we're going to gonna start uh, with us uh, five tonight. Is we're going to talk about uh, anything that really came out, popped, and surprised us about uh, the uh, the games that currently played. So uh, basically, uh, the order of uh, order of operation today is going to be uh, when it's all five of us is going to be Ben, Billy, Alex, <laughs> Cobra, and then myself. And then when Billy and Alex give their five, uh, you know, f- their their five pack, uh, the, the five games they're they're looking forward to, and the five ga- and the you know the five games looking forward to, and the no, results. no, 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 no. No. Oh, I'm a little off on that yes, one. Yes, you are. Me. You're a little off. You basically, because yeah, you missed last week. Basically, these aren't games that we're looking forward to. These are games where Vegas got it wrong. Where we definitely think like, okay, the spread's a little bit too thin, or the spread's a little bit too wild. There's might be even upset specials. Nice. Uh, so okay. definitely okay. Uh, letting Alex and Billy kind of serve them up. Uh, to get over our hangovers. So, I've been serving up. I've been listening to Weird Al. Oh, God. And, and so, basically, Billy's got some uh, yeah. wonderful uh, wonderful uh, predictions uh, well, stemming from Weird Al. Weird Al and fucking Slayer. Okay. 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 So, he is daring to be stupid while, ra- while it's raining blood. Gotcha. Yep, it's, absolutely. It's, it's always raining blood in Volunteer Land. 
Dare to be stupid. All right. It's so, so easy to do. Before things get off the rails already, we are not even like three minutes into this podcast. I've not even gone through what we're going to handle today. All right. So, uh, Damn it, and, then, and then finally, after Billy and Alex give us their bold predictions, you know, uh, not going to lie, upsets are very bold. Uh, but with that, and then afterward, we are going to launch a new segment here where we talk about coaches that are on the hot seat. These are our pink slip pack. You know, just like our tank men on Tuesday nights, these guys will just be five coaches that we think are going to be packing for a new job uh, come Black Monday. So, can I add something? All right, so uh, basically, uh, we're going to go into our surprises from the holiday games. Ben, go ahead and start us off. Give us one surprise that you saw on uh, on that, and it could be a player, it could be a you know, it could be a team. All right, so I'm going to go with <clears throat> two surprises in the same game. How about the how Jared Goff coughed up the football? And the Packers winning. Are already fired. That's just insane that the Packers beat the Lions. The Lions look like they're on a downslide offensively right now. Okay. All right. So, Billy, go ahead and, you know, uh, Tim, give us our surprise. Tim Boyles throwing a 99-yard pick six. That was that was the most Jets thing ever done, Billy. That was a great pick. Great pick. Yes. On that one. That, okay. that was more Jets than the butt fumble. Yes. That that play made me fucking scream. Like I knew. I was sensing it. So I decided to torture Kevin and DJ with Hootie Pop 2. Anyway. Oh, yo, no, no. <laughs> okay, Le- uh, B- right, so Billy. Alex, Alex. Uh, which, by the way, in. follow Billy on Twitch. <laughs> uh, no, follow Billy on, subscribe to my YouTube channel where I do fucking random bullshit. Like, tonight, I'm okay, going to be Okay, okay, okay. that's all we can, that's all Enough we plug, you know, enough all right, plug. you know, enough plug. Hey, I gotta get my shit No, no, but plugging, I mean, what? What? That's what, what? said. Uh, Alex, <laughs> Alex, uh, what were you surprised about? Are the Packers' offense real? What was that performance on Thursday against the Lions? Where has this been all season? Are the Lions fraudulent? Yeah, I mean, not gonna lie. Yeah, the Lions have tended to disappear at times, and and recently something is just. It just feels kind of golf with them. Yeah. Oh. Uh, golf so, your question? Uh, I mean, no. Uh, I mean, not gonna lie. You know, like golf right now, he has been imploding uh, almost as bad as a submarine going down to see the Titanic. But oh, uh, no. red October. It just uh, again, it's just yeah. That is a absolute implosion. Speaking right. of red, how about the absolute shellacking of the commanders? Was that really a surprise, though? No, no. but but again, the the command the commanders did give them uh, at least a little bit of a fight, you know, in the first quarter. Then all of a sudden, they 
they quit faster than you could, uh, they fit faster than you could say um Avante uh, Davis. I just want to make a shout out. Thank no, you, they, Cowboys, for getting Jack Del Rio fired Cobra, in our defensive Won't change shit. <laughs> yes, Billy. Don't you mean they quit so badly they quit like A B? Oh, oh yeah, yep. Yeah. I mean, okay, strip off the jerseys, strip off the gloves. They out. Peace. Uh, Go see the Knicks. We'll kind of, you know, we'll talk about departures later on. That definitely yeah, reminds me of the, you know, of the segment later on. Uh, but yeah, like uh, for me, uh, I am saying my surprise is the amount of pick sixes uh, that we had during these four games. We had four pick sixes. A pick six for almost every single person in here, by the way. Pretty much, because we had... um, Well, actually, uh, I wouldn't even... You know, uh, if you want to... And actually, to kind of amend that, we have defensive touchdown. It is a defensive toudown Oprah going on, because... Green Bay had that uh, fumble recovery, uh, the, the scoop six. Uh, then uh, Howell had his pick six to, uh, you know, to Bland, who got the set the NFL record. The blandest uh, of pick sixes. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, hey, it's the uh, commanders. Uh, everything is bland there. Um, you know, yeah, and then and then Brock Purdy throwing a pick to a pick six to Seattle, and then uh, Miami and New York both getting the pick six, including yeah. the greatest pick six, the ninety-nine yarder. Uh, no, Beautiful. the greatest, no, the greatest, the greatest pick six is done by uh, James Harrison in the Super Bowl. Thank you very much. I haven't seen that. Oh, fuck you, six, yeah. James Harrison. But still, that is definitely the greatest pick six. All right. So, uh, basically, at this time, uh, Billy and Alex, uh, you know, Billy has kind of chosen to defer uh, to Alex uh, on this in our pregame of his going first. But, Alex, uh, it is your time to shine. Go ahead and pick five games that you feel are Vegas done wrong. Well, number one, can we talk about how the Patriots are four-point favorites over the Giants for both horrendous offenses who can't play for anything with Matt Jones and Tommy DeVito struggling immensely? And the quarterback room in New England is atrociously bad. They just somehow wave Will Greer after he <coughs> vanished off the face of the earth. Barry Zappi can't throw for anything, and Matt Jones seems to throw balls to the defense. Every play, he gets the ball in his hand. So how the hell are they four-point favorites against a Giants team that has a bad defense, a bad offense, and a coach that's in question right now in Brian Dable? Well, let me add to that. I just saw something pop up, pop up my phone. <clears throat> Apparently, they've been uh, practicing both Zappy and um, <clears throat> and um, Cunningham. Yeah, yeah, there have been some lobbies for Cunningham to be the starting quarterback. Um, And, you know, know, they're talking about Mac Jones and Zappi doing dual threat. That's all. Oh, God. That never never works. I mean, ask Carolina. 
I was going to say, ask, uh, ask the Jets when they had Tebow. Because they took dual practices uh, during the first team's practice. Well, the, uh, mo- the most recent example is Carolina. Not going to lie, that definitely stinks of desperation. Um, yeah, now the thing about it is, yeah, definitely uh, New New England being four-point favorites, especially with that defense. Uh, the Giants, you know, if you remember, last week, they came off a seven turnover game. Yeah. So that defense has been a lot better than, you know, the entire team dictates. Yep. Uh, <laughs> sorry. So uh, bless you. Uh, but again, with, with the way this team is going, they gave it to Miami a little bit, you know, uh, in that first half. They always give it to Miami in the first half. No, I'm talking about the Giants. Yeah. But, you know, again, you know, this defense is a lot more stout than Vegas is letting on. The team as a whole sucks. But, you know, that defense, I'm definitely giving them a lot of credit. I mean, especially against, you know, this New England. They remind me of the Arizona Cardinals in the beginning of the season. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, they definitely fighting. fighting. Yeah, yeah um, they're so. fighting at least. All right, number four, Alex. Going with the Steelers being two and a half point favorites on the road into Cincinnati, with both offenses seem to have been struggling and improving, but obviously up and down with get the ball rolling. Kenny Pickett seems to be questionable with not the answer in Pittsburgh with Mike Tomlin being kind of like warming up in the hot seat a little bit. Because they're not really doing well at all. And the Bengals. It's time for the Skellers to move on from Mike Tomlin. And with the Bengals, uh-huh. they have a second string quarterback. Jack Browning has never played a snap in the NFL, has never started a game. And he's going against one of the toughest defense in the league with TJ Watt, Mickey Fitzpatrick, and this team that has been off the chains with defense. And I just don't see why. The Steelers are favored by a touchdown, maybe even 14 points with how the Bengals are starting a quarterback that has never touched an NFL field ever to start with, obviously, Joe Burrow out with that wrist injury. So this is going to be an ugly, <laughs> ugly game for Cincinnati today, and I don't think Pittsburgh's going to win by two and a half points. Beng- Bengals have a better defense than you think, and definitely the Steelers are going to have a huge difficulty, especially considering. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be – it's going to feel to I'm me also, like an old-time football. I'm also surprised they're not starting A.J. McCarron, considering McCarron has NFL well, experience. Yeah. But no. that's, that's, I mean, just uh, McCarron on his second sentence. Yes, but I'm saying because he ha- because he has NFL experience, that's why I'm saying that's scratching my head a little bit. You're just throwing up I mean, someone who's never had I'm a snap in the NFL to the fire. Uh, he, Mr. Browning, played almost the entire fucking game last week against Baltimore, so, and they were and, they, though, and Baltimore so- didn't absolutely destroy them. They were that game was closer than you would expect. So, I mean, I definitely see why, you know, two and a half, only because, you know, the Vegas respecting the Cincinnati defense. And basically, okay, this is only, well, I mean, they also probably made these uh, with Matt Canada still as the offensive coordinator. Most likely. Well, well, thank God that asshole's gone. Okay, egg rule. 
The only reason that Cincinnati was still in that Thursday night game is because everybody in Baltimore kept getting injured. Like, what's it? It's, it's, it's an a, inch or a mile. I think it's winning. It, it did. Man, it did start. You know that whole uh, that whole stadium started sounding like twisted metal uh, kill sound effects. Yeah, it's basically like, oh, what care. are you going to yeah. sacrifice today? Your arm or your leg? Oh, how about both? <laughs> fair. Um, it started right. like fear and hunger. No, oh, God, not on. that fucking game. That the Colts are three point favorites at home against the Bucks that have looked really good recently with Baker Mayfield. Really showing out that he's the answer in Tampa. After Tom Brady retired, everyone doubted him in the offices. Everyone said he wasn't going to do well. He is playing off the walls. The Colts will crush him recently with Gardner Minshew. And that quarterback room is kind of iffy because Richardson, you know, is hurt. Minshew has not looked that good recently. So this could be a closer game than we think it is. And I think it will come down to the, the last... Three minutes to three o'clock hour, which red zone is the witching hour when Winston losses, losses the wins. And I think the Colts might get it done today if Gardner Minshew can actually run the ball and get the ball out of his hands without getting hit with that tough buck in his defense. Give me the Colts with the three point favorites at home. I just, I dispute your Baker Mayfield is the answer in Tampa Bay answer. I unfortunately think that he is a bridge quarterback. I also think that uh, oh, the Colts shit. and the Bucks are playing with bridge quarterbacks right now. So this is a toss-up to me. Well, I mean, the Colts, you know, at the beginning of the year, they were not expecting Garner Minshew to be the starter. Playing. They were expecting AR-15. That's what yeah, they were expecting. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, nobody uh, – I mean, nobody – me was saying that you know, AR-15 going down. Because, um, I mean, you know... You're like, I mean, I was already predicting he was going to be able to RG. Yeah, yeah because he said you're, you're going to kill it. You're going to kill this quarterback. Yep, and yeah, pretty much they have. Yes, yeah, AR-15 is another RG-3. Yeah. Um, or Andrew Luck. Um, All right. Go ahead, um, Billy. Sorry about that. Yeah, before That's I wrong. was treated like a second-class civilian, Jim Ursay basically has his head shoved up his own ass. He's just licking that, the... To be fair, that's billionaires for you. Yeah, pretty much. They don't know yeah, anything. Yeah, they... It's me. I got nothing wrong because I have all the money. That's it. Because yeah. I... Okay. Because how but, I got... But, 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 but enough of that. It's because of yeah. white people. Billy. 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 Hey. You know, cool like, it. Yo. Cool I it, brother. get you a ban from these. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a time and a place. Alex, go. Number two. The Broncos are two-point favorites at home with a struggling resolution. Now, don't get me wrong. The Broncos' offense has looked good recently, but there's a lot of questions with their offense still. And that defense is kind of on and off with playing well, and the Browns have not have improved. But still, I don't think Julian Robinson-Johnson is doing anything good for that Browns team because honestly, he's a rookie quarterback and he has a kind of an iffy offense. So I'm not too shocked that Denver's favoring this game at home by two points. I think it's just going to be a one sided affair with Denver. If Russell Wilson can really get the rock moving the first half of this game, 
they could easily win by 20, maybe 25 points if Quebec cannot stay in it like they did last week against Pittsburgh. I just don't see it happening. To be, to be fair to Denver, uh, bo- uh, both this hot streak that they're currently on has been primarily because of luck. You know, the, the Bills uh, victory they had was definitely because of luck, stupidity uh, on the Bills' side of the ball. I don't, so. You sure about that? Yes. Uh, you sure about a that? Lot, a lot of stupid yes, mistakes like, by Buffalo. A lot of stupid mistakes by Buffalo, yes. Well, I'm, man, I'm going to say some field. mistakes are stupid and some are forced. All right? And basically, Denver, ever since they beat by Miami, all right, they've woken up. Yeah. All right? You saw that with the comeback against the Bears. You saw that with... The first play yeah. on both the Bills and the Vikings were fumbles yeah. recovered by the defense. Yes. All right. This defense is on lockdown right now. Yeah. All right. This Ooh. is going to be a defensive struggle game. I agree on with that. both sides. I'm probably reminiscent of the Steelers versus the Browns last week. I agree with that. I'm not saying yeah. you're wrong. I no. no, you're saying that it's all luck, all right? No, it's I said luck. it was luck and stupidity. No, Jesus. but again, you know, it's not, the defense is capitalizing is on that. The defense is capitalizing on that. Alex, so uh, that okay. is a, you know, so understand that the defense is capitalizing. They are seeing their opportunity. It- That's what the defense does. Facts. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm just saying okay. you're poo pooing. You're you're poo pooing for the sake of poo pooing, dude. You know? Well, yeah. Like, okay. You know, like you're like okay. Denver. Denver is not playing good. They're just playing lucky. All right. I don't care if it's good or anything. Winning is winning in the NFL, gentlemen. Yeah. All I'm oh, saying all is right. luck I'm eventually runs out. All I say. Yeah. Minnesota. Okay. Facts. That's what- that's what you guys could Andrew all Luck. say. Facts. But we don't need to go on this fucking tangent. Alex, what's your number one? We're going to tomorrow night's game. Bears, Vikings, primetime television. With the Vikings three-point favorites in US Bank Stadium. But what the hell happened to them last week with Josh Dobbs? What was that? Why did the offense implode on national television last week? And the Bears are not any better. This is going to be a on and off game of offenses. I don't know what's going to happen in this game, but the Vikings might have an edge if Josh Dobbs can find his footing. And I don't know what's happening with the Bears because Tyson Badgett is like not that good. Well, the Fields came back. Fields came back last week, and so, he had a very good game against the Lions. So uh, but... you want to explain? You want me to explain what happened to the Vikings' offense? Three words. It's the Vikings. No, I think it's more or less the mile high air. That also could have uh, played a factor into it as well. Change of altitude can affect can affect conditions of the game, especially athletics. Yeah, hell yeah. I I mean, it's defense. All right, Denver's defense has been a different animal again. Uh, you know, basically different argument, same thing. All Second right. first, same as the first. You know, put me uh, out of play and take a in You know, Broncos have locked down on quarterbacks, forced mistakes, 
change their looks, whatever. You know, the Bears are not the Broncos. Absolutely not. Oh, no. All right. Uh, the defense isn't I mean, as stout, definitely. You know, I mean, as much as, yes, I agree with Alex that definitely, you know, Vegas got it wrong on the uh, on the spread. I definitely see this as a higher spread because, you know, the Bears don't have the defense that the Broncos do. Uh, the Bears do not know how to win, all right? And, you know, basically this is going to be a huge, like, everybody just turn the game off at 9.30 and go to bed. Yeah, because the Bears only know one thing they do uh, nowadays, and that is rough up them tax boys. That's yep. all they know how to do. They're stuck. All right. <laughs> so if, if you if you have if you have to rebuild, you have to real you have to know how long you have to rebuild. Well, then again, they have Carolina's pick. Yeah, well, but, but, mean, even but so, still, you know, even so, you could you know you can you, you don't can have to dig up, stupid. <laughs> Don't keep burying yourself into a hole. Dig up, stupid. Seriously, has no one told the Bears this? Shit. I, I mean, the Bears just don't know how to do anything. It's the McKeskies. All right, so uh, basically moving on to Billy, go ahead. Uh, basically, what is your number five? Number number five is Indy and Buck and Tampa. I think, I think Tampa has the slight advantage because... Honestly, I do not trust Indy that much. They they fucking wave Shaq Leonard, Leonard, and I feel like like Baker Mayfield is gonna kind of slice and dice this defense. The Bucks do have a better defense as well. Yeah, that yeah, is what. Well. You know, but hey, you know, hey, this definitely of the games has the best chance for upset. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, not gonna lie. Maybe that. that's why it's so. And this is uh, ranked low on Billy's list. Yep. All right, number, number four, four, Billy. Jacksonville versus Houston. There you go. Now we got something different. I, I said, I will say this. I think Houston has the advantage in this with their momentum. Um, so yeah, because Moment, fucking, momentum. Momentum is a big factor in these games. Mo. Big Mo. Yeah. Uh, number number three, I have to say Rams Cardinals. I say Rams completely dominate this game because, like, they have them as a three point favorite. I think it's gonna be more. I I, I buy that. I buy that. I I definitely as well. Um, they got the return of Kyron Johnson. I mean, even you know, even if you know Kyron Johnson is on a pitch count, um. You know, he was a full participant in practice all week. Uh, when he when he went injured in the game against the Cardinals, when he went down before he went to IRR, he had like I think like 175 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is gonna be you know, I, I think Vegas kind of let things uh, go down the way they are because they think Stafford's a little bit more hurt than they're letting on, but I think yeah. Stafford's done. I think he's done after this year. I mean, yeah, hey, he's, you know, he's got his, he's got his ring. He's got his money. Let him go. Yeah. I mean, you know, put, send him out back, you know, yellow yeah. style. Number, number oh, two, Billy. Oh, yellow. Bills two, and Eagles. And I will say this. The Eagles are the most fraudulent nine and one team. 
Thank you. Thank you. Green Bay Packers. Like a couple years ago, Aaron Rodgers. Like uh, no, 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 no. Here's, here's no, the Steelers, fucking... Steelers, Steelers. Uh, can I go off? Can I go off? Yeah, go, ahead, go ahead. Go. Cook. The Eagles are basically the most fraudulent team in in the entire NFL. It's because they played weak competition. And you may Who? say, oh, they beat Kansas City. Oh, they beat Kansas City. Are we talking about the Eagles yeah, yeah, we're talking about the Eagles, yeah. The. No, 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 no. Yeah, that they're fraudulent. Yeah. That they're fraud. Let yeah. Billy Cowboy. Co- yeah, let him cook. Yeah. Let, let, let him cook, Connie, man. All right, Let's reboot. Before we reboot, go ahead, Billy. Like, you should be fucking dominating the fucking commanders, and yet you kept them into the game. Him and you lose to fucking Zach Wilson and the Jets. Yeah, you don't deserve my respect. You deserve to go oh, oh, six feet under deep in the Mariana Trench to drown. You also deserve you to be, uh, be, on, uh, be on that on that certain list with EDP, but uh, yeah, this that is Philly. Where did the Eagles touch you? <laughs> it's like, where did the Eagles It's touch the you? Eagles. It's the worst fan base in history oh, in the world, part God, one. man. I had a rough night. And basically, Bailey's had a rough night, and he hates the fucking Eagles. Yeah, but now, uh, I, so, here's so, the thing. So, uh, basically, Bailey's argument with uh, the commanders letting them in. Uh, it's a divisional game. Well, it's letting right? them in, but they also should just kick the living shit out of Zach Wilson and the Jets and they about... lost. We've we've also talked about the Eagles so many times about how this offense is definitely different from the Eagles of last year. The Eagles yeah. last year would have absolutely destroyed everybody. All right. Yeah, I mean, the I'm Eagles this not... year is just something is definitely wrong with their pacing. All right. Um exactly. But like, I don't see. I don't think they're pretenders. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't call them frauds. <laughs> they're not the Cowboys. But yeah, the Cowboys—they're pretenders. They oh, of course because they because they they dropped come against they dropped thirty they dropped forty five points against a bunch of plumbers and uh, college uh, college scouts. All their wins have come against all teams that don't have a winning record. Yep. No. Same. All right. Okay. Miami. Same with the Dolphins. Well, well, going going back to it, you know, kind of, um, I I kind of you know where you think like Buffalo might beat uh, Philly. I kind of am the opposite. Uh, Buffalo is that hurt. Um, Philly has avoided the injury bug this year, um, and you know, and right now, like instead of going with AJ Brown, it's the Devonta Smith show. No, in it's Philly still the right now. Show. He's not even leading the league in reception yards anymore. I well, only had one catch last week. Like so. Tyreek Hill caught it to him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know you're uh, number one, Bill. It's gonna it's gonna be Titans and Panthers. Ah, the to- the toilet game of the year. This, up, boys. this game should just be dead even because I just feel like this is going to result in a 0-0 tie. Right. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I feel you on that one, Billy. Th- th- this That game, to me, does not inspire much confidence 
not no no you know not even a blowout excitement from the Titans yeah. to get me excited you know because the Titans have played badly why you know the Panthers why? played badly you know it just gentlemen <sighs> why are we still you know here? what it does inspire it inspires a good bowel movement Oof. Yeah. no no what it what it, insp- it inspires me to do is hit the showers with our with our with our lovely sponsor uh Dr Squatch. Why are you know. we? Why are we still here? Just <laughs> I, mean, <good> <laughs> I mean, we're giving them more playtime than uh, their local channels are going to be. Uh, basically, this is the game where there is no t- uh, no TV in America that's going to be turned on to this game. Yeah, it's going to it's going to head right to the PBA league. The only uh, TV that's going to be on this game is going to be the states of Tennessee, South Carolina, and North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, but mainly, yeah. mainly the point and laugh. Uh, All right. I mean, yes, uh, watching Mike Rabel fight for his job. And uh, speaking of that, guys, uh, basically introducing a new segment uh, to this show uh, going toward the last few weeks. Uh, as, you know, it is the holiday season. We just had Black Friday. So uh, basically we're getting uh, ready for uh, uh, the NFL's own Black Holiday Black Monday, where jobs, uh, the yep. Monday after the last week of the season. Yep. So in that uh, in that vein, uh, along with our Tankman uh, segment on Tuesday nights on this uh, weekend show, we're going to kind of not really rev up our tanks, but we're getting the ink ready for these pink slips for these five coaches. Kind of the and and, de- and obviously these teams also need to clean up, so yep, we need to need head to, to our affiliate sponsor, slate. Duke Cannon Supply. So the Duke so- Cannon Soap, uh, you know, definitely uh, getting these teams uh, a nice clean, uh, clean bill of uh, of health and. I yeah, mean, wash off that stink. Yeah, wash off that stink of the failure of these yeah. coaches. Yeah. So always um, bet on Duke. Right. Link is in the description. It's, up, it's either Duke Cannon or Doctor Squash. You decide. I mean, hey, or do both. You know, hey, why not? Or do both. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, both, somebody, both are, somebody seems got to do a second pass. Yeah, somebody saying. needs a deep clean. Yeah, <laughs> okay, a little. Right. All right, so. Uh, how we're going to go with this is uh, Ben, Billy, Alex, Cobra, and then myself. Basically, you will give me five coaches that you think are going to be moving on from their teams at the end of the season. And they, but there is a reminder. Um, you know, and, Josh McDaniels has already been fired, so he's already removed off the list. And no coordinators, right, Ricky? Yep. Basically, we will not say talk about any coordinators. We are only talking about top dogs. Yeah, I mean, you know, some coordinators have already been fired. Ken Dorsey of the Buffalo Bills, Matt Canada, offensive coordinator of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Jack Del Rio of defensive the defensive uh, coordinator of the Washington Commanders. Yep, I mean, basically, and the defensive yeah. back coach as well. I, I didn't know his name. Well, so I didn't write I, him down. I mean, like seriously, yeah, uh, the, not a coordinator. You yeah. know, and basically, they don't count as anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, what team would well, kind I mean, of pop? What team would hire a uh, a position coach to a head position? Washington to give him more experience. Yep. All right, all right. So uh, Ben, uh, basically five coaches that you think are gonna. And also, yeah, on that note, also Cobra, thank you for reminding me. 
Antonio Pierce is not on this list. Yep, interim, right, interim coach. Anybody. Interim he is coaches. an interim coach, so therefore, this he can't disqualify. Yeah, he is disqualified from it. Yeah, you know, because he's, he's already had, moving on the bigger and better things. Yeah, Pro- and probably mm-hmm. if uh, Mark Davis is smart. If he's smart, but I mean, this is Mark but Davis. But he's not smart. So yeah, I, uh, he, Antonio Pierce is going to go somewhere where he'll actually be respected. Facts. Um, ben, go ahead. Number five. Number five, Bill Belichick. He's going to have a mutual agreement to leave the team. Number four. Number four. Uh, this is where I got to put my thinking cap on. Who's going to be... The fourth one here. Um, let's go with the Buff, the uh, Chicago Bears coach, Eberflus. Eberflus. There we go. I don't know these guys' names. Eberflus. Eberflus. Uh, number three. Number three. Let's go with. Uh, this is where it starts getting a little tougher. Let's go with the Chargers coach, Staley. Staley. Yeah, Staley, yeah, yeah, Staley, yep. Uh, number two. Number two. Uh, yeah, this is where it definitely gets harder. Um, I mean, basically, it's hard not to pick somebody as your number one. I know what your number one is. Uh, as much as I want to say a Giants, I think they're going to stick around one more year with the coach. Um, I'm going with the Cardinals coach. Um, uh, Gannon. Gannon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say so one he's year gone. is it? Okay. Yeah, he's gone. And, and number one, number one, Ron Rivera. They're going to have a mutual agreement to be gone at the end of the year. He'll probably accept a uh, a position in house to help manage the team. Right. All right. Billy, number five. Uh, Mike Rabel. Mike Rabel. All right. Number four. Number four, uh, Belichick. All right. Number three. Number three, Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur of Green Bay. Yeah. Number two. Number two. Uh, Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley. And number one. Frank Wright. Ooh. Nice. Okay. Alex. Alex, number five. Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon of the Cardinals. Uh, uh, number two. Number four. Number four, boys, sorry. I'm going to have to go to bed right now. Billy. Right, Billy have uh, a good night, sir. Have a good night. You worked late. Thank you, man. No problem. Appreciate you coming in. Yep. No problem. All right. Enjoy Alex. the show. Alex, number four. Frank Reich. Frank Reich. All right. Number three. Matt Eberflus. Matt Eberflus. Uh, number two. Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. And number one. And the biggest sneaker of all of them, Brandon Staley. Brandon's- Cobra. Cobra. Uh, number five. See, I would I would have Sean McDermott on here, but uh, he's 5A. He Basically, okay. it depends on if he loses tonight. Uh, but... Uh, for the time being, number five belongs to Robert Sala. Where has Robert Sala touched you? 
It's not it's not Robert Sala. I just like him. I just like him to be our defensive coordinator. Um, oh, wishful thinking. Gotcha. Wishful thinking. Uh, number four is uh, Frank Reich. Okay. Uh, number number three is Matt Lafleur. Number two is Ron Rivera. Okay. And number one is Mike Dumlin. Wow. It's it's coaches have a shelf life. That's it's time the Steelers understood that and stop under not going with their well, Steeler way dogma. Uh, Mike Tom, Mike Tomlin, you know Mike Tomlin's uh, expiration date has come. It's time to move on. I, I right, feel like Dad. he's done a lot with a little bit of nothing. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but but again, coaches do have expiration dates. Uh, Mike Tomlin has over has overstayed and and still ended up flexing over again. And honestly, I don't even know how good of a coach he really is because he did inherit a good team after after that. That's after it. You know, that's I mean, all the reason why is you know it's like. And the talent stuck around for a while, and he just kept oh, on getting oh, more yeah. talent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Cat, so. Cat and Fat Fuck stayed, you know, stayed for the longest time. You know. right. But anyways, so, Ricky, all right, so, number five. Uh, before I start, you know, there are a couple of people that I'm absolutely taking, you know, like looking at your guys qualifying from my list. All right. Frank Reich and Joe uh, Jonathan Gannon, I absolutely disqualify from this list uh, only because it's their first year. So you're gonna say the same rule to Eberflus? Eberflus is first year too. Ah, uh, fine. You know, whatever. You know, like you know, kind of. You know, like in my opinion, with unless the coach absolutely, um, yeah. Hugh Jackson. Yeah, or, I or, or like or, or, Hugh, Jack, Hugh Jackson, Urban Meyer, or you know, uh, I mean, Urban Meyer was fired because unprofessionalism. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I also don't think Vrabel's getting fired yet either. I don't think Vrabel's um, getting fired yet either. I think he has one more year. I, I mean, but no, but first year coaches are going to disqualify. Yeah, on my list anyway. Yeah, on your list. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. So, Ricky, again. Yeah, I mean, not gonna lie. There's a lot of guys that really deserve to be on this list, and some. And there's a lot. There's probably going to be a lot of movement. I think my one of my bold predictions for 2023 was this is going to be the blackest of black uh sundays i thought that was my uh, my pick uh, I, I don't know it doesn't matter to you. but it was one of ours but that yeah. was going to be the blackest so, of mondays so number five this may not happen but i definitely wouldn't be surprised if it does happen and it's somebody that is not on any of your lists sean mcveigh yes all right he wow. ever since I like they won that Super Bowl, and it's not even been mentioned. He has been a sub 500 coach. He has, you know, definitely like his team is definitely going into tank mode. You know, I, super, I, cannot, I will stop L. you right there. Yep. I will stop you right now. Reason why we none of us put Sean McVay out there, he's already said this is his last season. So does he say that? Yes, I haven't read it. Yes, but, he has. But anyway, so, so then that moves him up higher on the list. Then, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. When did he say that? I don't remember hearing him saying that. He yeah. said that in the off season. He said that in the off season. He was thinking about well, it. Yeah, uh, we'll He's look it up. Uh, but uh, but anyway, uh, so uh, Mike Vrabel, I, I definitely agree with Billy. Um, 
you know, he's on the list. I mean, not going to lie, this is also not in order for me. Because, I mean, there's no, like, you know, okay, hot, 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 hot seat. You know. Um, I'm going to look it up right now. I mean, to I be mean, honest, I almost put the Rams on the list, too. But I, I feel like it's more or less the quarterback woes. Like, it's not really his fault The Stafford can't stay healthy. I mean, Quarterback yeah, woes in the se- and, you know, and for the second year in a row. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. They were hoping maybe Stafford had one more year. I'm sure that you know he was hoping that, but I'm hoping maybe. You know, I mean, I'm, I mean, I don't hate the Rams. I mean, no, none of, none of us, none of us, none of, none of us hate like, the team. Hate the teams we picked, except for the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Cowboys, you know, but, they could always yeah. get a good draft pick quarterback. Who knows? We'll we'll see. I I don't think if Sean McVay's done, then he's done. But I don't think they're gonna fire him. All right. So, uh, also, uh, I took Belichick and Tomlin off the list because they're not going to get fired. Oh, hell no. But they're not going to be coaching the same teams next year. Uh, definitely, I think Mike uh, Mike Tomlin's contract yeah. is going to conveniently expire. And then with Bill Belichick, he's going to be um, traded Belichick somewhere. Is, Belichick has been heavily rumored to go to Washington. All right. Won't happen. Uh, well, I don't so, want it to happen. So the next. Neither does Brittany, by the way. So the next <laughs> team that is pretty. Their head coach, Packin. Uh, I got Mike Vrabel. Um, okay. You know, I also got uh, Staley of the Chargers. You know, that's. So I have two more spots. Uh, one is definitely ah. Ron Rivera. And then another guy. So, know, update, so, update. That was the rumor he considered retirement after winning the Super Bowl last year, but he ran it back. He uh, signed his contract extension through 2026. So I retract my statement on that. Okay, but yeah, well, Ron Rivera, and uh, and actually, yeah, not uh, not gonna say, um, but uh, they kind of put this guy on there. Uh, it definitely seems like they're definitely Wait. um Brian Dayball of the New York Giants. Um, I had him, and then I changed. Yep. Uh, and I mean, and this could be one of those where it's not necessarily a pink slip, but more like a he right a napkin. Uh, you know, wait, you're saying he's going to a college team? No, he's going to say, tell the Giants to go fuck themselves. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're saying that there's, there's too been... much higher higher up involvement saying you got to go our way, and well, Dayball isn't like that. There's been a okay, that Brian Dayball and the GM could walk, you know, without proper, you know, letting them actually have, you know, control. Per se, like the ownership is just too involved, and it, you know, it kind of shows like when you know, get too involved, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing, and that's how you end up with drafting Kadarius Tony and Daniel Jones. I was gonna say, and they broke, and they share from five. That's points how bits. you end up drafting Johnny Manziel. Show me the money. wide receivers. Or Jamarcus Russell. Or Heath Schuler. 
Yeah, the kids don't know who she Schuler is. The, kid, anyway. the kids don't know who he Schuler is. They just know him as some uh, congressman from Washington. They don't know about those interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, like the only interceptions now that he has are lobbyists. Oh yeah. Oh. All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that has been our wonderful show tonight. Thank you guys for uh, coming in and being letting us be a part of your weekend. Um, you know, as you know, the Social Sports Fed podcast right now, we've been kind of working a little bit in trans, uh, working on uh, making our big show, the live Twitch channel, um, Twitch channel shows, as well as letting our guests, our friends, uh, kind of have a little bit of the limelight on our weekend channels. We'll definitely try and get better uh, with those. Uh, you know, basically, our goal with. Uh, with the Saturday shows is eventually where myself, Ben, and Cobra, and we actually like have our guests, you know, people that we think would be good hosts, actually wind up hosting that show. Uh, so and branch out into different sports. I'm pretty... Well, I'm not saying that for the weekend. You know, right, right, uh, but but be... eventually later on down the road, we'll have have the social sports bad podcast. Branch out with different shows on different seasons, different yeah, days, different source, different uh, different things like that. That's yeah, where I, I mean, not gonna lie. Um, you know, me as a host, I only know football. Yes, and the way things have been, it's only been really the social football podcast, pretty yeah. much. And and we um, need all of us, and I'm talking all of us as a collective. We do need to do our due diligence. Since we this is our brand, the social sports pad podcast, we need to diversify. We need to diversify. Need to diversify. I've been doing. Uh, I have been doing more research on hockey. Uh, okay, but you know. yeah, but I mean, you know, definitely uh, as we as we continue to grow, as we continue to evolve and change, you know, uh, those of you that are actually still listening to the podcast, we absolutely appreciate you. We absolutely thank you for. You know, giving you, giving us your time, your patience as we work things out. Uh, Thank you for dealing with our chaos. Yeah, we appreciate your support yeah. uh, greatly. Uh, so, uh, thank you, uh, thank you, Alex. Thank you, Billy, for being guest. Uh, ben Cobra, thank you guys for being uh, being next to me always. Uh, and with that. From us here at the uh, Social Sports Fan Podcast. On behalf of Alex, Billy, Cobra, Ricky, and Ben. We here at the Social Sports Fan Podcast would like to wish you a good night. Good week. And always a good good season. season. Good season.